0: i'm lynn and this is my podcast let Mummy talk a wellness podcast about everything that matters from parenthood lifestyle love and relationships as well as culture and health both physical and mental and above all else it's about happiness this is my happy place and i hope it becomes yours too oh let Mummy talk episode 18 and we're live, <laughs> rolling with the homies. Hello, welcome and welcome It is episode 18 of the podcast, Let Mummy Talk. I am Mummy, she is me, I am her. My name's Lynn. For those who are new here, hello and welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. How you doing? How's life treating ya? I mean, I say it all the time. Our moods, especially mine, are very much related to the weather. The weather's looking good mostly it's a bit windy but today's sunny i'm recording this on a wednesday afternoon and it's nice and sunny and um that always helps with the mood doesn't it it really really does i hope life's treating you well hope the family are well and the little children are not driving you insane i hope you're getting to enjoy lots of good quality time with the family with your friends your peoples basically and also importantly getting some nice quality time on your own because as i always say it's really important to get a little bit of both a little bit of balance is always needed in most areas of life so if you're new here you'll have heard in my intro that this podcast is about every and anything that matters and that's lifestyle wellness it can include relationship talk um things to just better your mental health things to make you happier things to help you live your best life and um just, yeah, sometimes you come here just for a good old chat, a good old natter to hear what's going on. Um, and some people come here because they they love my banter. That's a no. How are you feeling today, Mummy? So, yeah, I'm good. Like, we are now in May. Ooh, ooh, I love spring. I think I may have just decided. Maybe I decided this morning. Spring is my favourite season because... It's just nice. It's a bit cold this year. I think this is the coldest spring or the coldest May on record. And we are set in the UK to have two more weeks of really cold weather apparently. But it's the blossoming trees. It's the sun. It's the brighter days, the longer days. All of that has me feeling good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, everything is cool, man. I don't feel too tired today. And I've got some good news for you. Wait for it. I joined the gym. I actually went and got myself a membership and I joined the bloody gym, didn't I? Now I no longer have to just stick to YouTube tutorials in my very small living room. I have a membership at a local gym and it has a swimming pool, which is fantastic. So yesterday I went there and um, it was nice guys. It was so good. I mean, those of you listening to this podcast who already go gym, I know there are a few of you who are gym people you obviously understand the benefits of it already and why it's so fantastic and um and, and yeah i'm just part of your gang now so please welcome me with open arms yes yeah, so i'm going to focus on my goals my body goals my fitness goals and hopefully be looking like mm, 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 you know what i mean snatched and just a when it comes to those proper summer months um the hardest part though honestly the hardest part of trying to look a certain way is in like you know your body goals it's the eating, for me personally, I think I eat relatively healthy, but when I want a snack, I want a snack. When I want to have a brioche bun with my burger as opposed to a lettuce leaf, I want a brioche bun. And no one can tell me I can't have it, do you know what I mean? So I think that is what I struggle with, just trying to not always eat the foods that I want to eat. But anyway, that is something I will conquer. I'm also loving the fact that everything's opening back up. Like it's starting to feel like, oh my gosh, we can finally start to live again. Hallelujah, praise God. I'm sorry, but this is massive. We have been like caged animals, birds with clipped wings for the last, I don't know how many months now I've lost track, but you know what I mean? On and off for like over a year now. And it's definitely taking its toll. And not just that, it's like, we're in need of some good time long time when i have no nice time so it's time to have fun shake off them high heels get back out the skinny jeans mine don't fit me by the way if you're anything like me and you kind of took advantage of just being at home and eating <laughs> you may well get a surprise when you try and put on them skinny jeans again love you may well have to buy <laughs> take yourself to asos or wherever you buy your jeans and buy a bigger size because i'm doing that Mhm, and that's all good so basically, because everything's now opening back up, we have a great opportunity to basically fill up our diaries with as many great things as possible for the summer months. I mean, summer is pretty much on our doorstep and I think everybody on the same page, which is because we've all been like locked away and deprived of fun for so long now everybody is like, book this, book this, book this. Everything's getting booked up. Like, honestly, I I discovered something the other day. It's my husband's 30th birthday soon, right? So I'm trying to research some cool, nice, sexy, whatever, exciting things to do for his 30th. By the way, the plan was we were gonna be in Bora Bora, but uh, we can't travel, so that's not happening. So therefore London will have to do. So I'm like racking my brain, like Googling like crazy, looking at TikTok suggestions, Instagram suggestions of like amazing things to do in London because this city has got many, many, many amazing hidden gems. So yeah, we need and we deserve for summer 2021 to be the most incredible summer of our lives. We deserve it. What are you loving right now, Mummy? I'm loving a news story that I came across today about a four-year-old boy with speech difficulties who basically saved his mum. And what I mean by that is that she collapsed and had a seizure and he was able to ring 999 because he's got a toy police car with 999 written on it and that's how he knew the number to call. I'm sorry I know I'm quite an emotional wreck as I always say to you I'm very very soppy but that is mad cute that is so cute and that is so beautiful so he called 999 because he recognized the number from his little police car his toy police car and um, he was able to with his limited speech bless him he was able to say mama fell down on the phone and then the ambulance came so essentially he saved his mum. which is really really cute and for those thinking okay that's pretty standard no Bear in mind, the little boy had speech difficulties. That could have been really, really tricky for somebody to overcome, but he did it. We love to see it. Okay, something else I'm loving, but for a very different reason. Uh, (laughs) And that's simply because this person in this news story is a donkey. So I don't usually buy papers, but today I got a paper because I'm trying to collect some tokens for something, but that's another story for later. Anyway, the story as it reads the title of this story is bag blag for 191k so it says a lucky thief stole a rucksack on a train and found it contained a diamond necklace and earrings worth 191,000 pounds and then it goes on to name the guy so Abdel wahab 26 years old grabbed it from a seat after the jeweler turned their back for a few seconds and then he fled and sold the backpack to two other men in central london but the foolish, foolish, foolish goats he was caught on CCTV because he didn't have a mask on, right, and on top of that, he tapped out of Kings Cross Station using his debit card. What? What? Mate, I'm not condoning. I am not by any means condoning, condoning theft, right? But what I'm trying to say to you If you're gonna be a thief, be a good thief, be a smart thief, make it work for you. You stole a bag, containing 191 grand of stuff, but you didn't wear a mask. And the thing is, the worst part about this story, yeah, is this guy did this during the height of COVID, so everybody has an excuse to wear a mask, which basically like hides their identity, but he chose not to, like coming out big and brazen into one of the busiest stations in London um, with your whole face showing, knowing that you just stole Almost two hundred k worth of jewelry. What a donkey! That story did sweep me because I just thought, you know what, you're dumb, mate. You're really dumb. Next, what are you watching on grown up TV, mummy? Okay, so I haven't really watched that much. Um, if you've got any suggestions of things that I should be watching, please do hit me up on Instagram, um, or message me at Let Mummy Talk because I don't watch a lot of telly, but if it's worth my time. I will sit down and I will watch it with my glass of wine in hand. But what I have watched recently is um, the new movie, it came out April the 30th, starring my baby, Michael B. Jordan, and it's called Without a Trace. It also stars Lauren London, my other baby. And oh gosh, I mean, let me tell you the storyline first. So it's about an elite Navy seal and I had to Google what a seal was. And those who know, of course, fine, you know, great. But those who don't know what a Navy seal is, like me, um basically (laughs) someone who who's in the navy and seal stands for sea air and land so essentially like a special type of soldier who's put on high missions to take out high profile and um, very much sought after targets, basically. Yeah, that's what it is. I might have explained that really badly, but I hope you got it. Anyway, so it's about an elite Navy SEAL um, uncovering an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife. That's Lauren London, and she's so gorgeous. And pretty much the whole show is about him seeking this revenge. He goes out on a, on a mad one, prepared to do anything. And he's just like that badass character, which, I mean... I'm not sure we need any more reasons to fancy Michael B. Jordan or to find him attractive, but goodness me, when you've got him looking ey, on the screen and he's just that guy, there's something really sexy about a guy who gives no Fs. There's something so sexy about it. Like, honestly, he's just there on the screen, like, you know, just, uh, you know, just there with this attitude of, I got nothing to lose. They killed my wife and my unborn child. I'm coming for them. And you're just like, mm, go, baby girl. But okay, aside from Michael B. Jordan, the movie is actually good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes and other review sites and it's kind of got mixed reviews, mostly good, but some, yeah. But I personally, I always say I'm not a film person. I'm not a TV person. So if if it holds my attention, it's gotta be pretty decent. So I would say definitely, without a trace, it's worth watching. Let mommy talk. Okay, so onto today's topic. Now, it's all about therapy and why you need it. And I say you, yes, it sounds very pointed, (laughs) very much like I'm calling you out. But I do believe that pretty much everybody has something to benefit from therapy. Now, there's different types of therapy, of course, and, you know, therapy ranges from individual sessions to couples therapy and family therapy. But I'm talking right now particularly about therapy for you as an individual. And I started therapy sessions. For those new here, I've, I mentioned my therapy every week because it's so incredible. Like, And I don't say that lightly. It is so, so, it's brilliant. It's actually, um, it's a game changer. And I think what's really important is acknowledging why and how therapy can help. I think a lot of people sit on issues. We've all got issues, right? I think there firstly needs to be an acknowledgement that we all, have issues no matter how complex or seemingly minor we've all got issues when I even look at pretty much everybody I know I can point out every single person and say and that's not <laughs> that sounds really rude but like everybody's got issues or problems or things they're facing or, ba- or or demons they're battling and that's okay but what I think is not okay to let those issues go unresolved Because that then builds on to trauma that then comes out in other ways, whether it be how you parent your child, whether it be how you treat people, how you are in relationships. And I think not to say anyone's ever going to be perfect, but working through your issues can definitely have benefits for all areas of your life, including relationships. So so let me be real with my situation. The reason I sought therapy, so let's rewind back to uh, this time, maybe a bit later, June, July of 2020, when Black Lives Matter was very much at the forefront in the news over everything. Businesses, companies up and down the country, up and down the world, throughout the whole world, were pledging to do their bit to ensure that we recognise and we, we acknowledge that black people's lives matter and they are treated as such in society. And we're going to do more to make sure they are. I mean, a lot of those promises have fallen very, very short of doing anything. However, many companies are still trying to do better, basically. Um, and of course, let's not forget all those black squares. People on social media, by their millions, were posting black squares. Many of those black squares meant Jack. Diddly squat because people have done nothing since then to even help amplify the voices of black people or break down racial inequality in the workplace, discrimination to open up opportunities for black people and brown people. So, yeah, a lot of it was just empty nonsense, trying to not look like the bad person, not saying Black Lives Matter. Anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. The point is, around that time last year, (laughs) oh my gosh, I went off on one. Around that time last year, guys, I saw somebody on my timeline on Instagram. Post about a company who were basically advertising for people who want therapy. And it was focused on black people. And the reason being, because of everything that was happening with Black Lives Matter, with George Floyd being killed, with Breonna Taylor in the headlines being killed by the police, and so much trauma, so much hurt, so much pain being dug up in our lives, being thrown in our faces every day, so much reminders, so much triggers, it was acknowledged by this company that black people are hurting. Black people are suffering mentally and physically, of course, from what was going on. So they basically were trying to raise money um, in an attempt to be able to offer therapy to black individuals in the UK uh, free of charge. And it wasn't open at the time, but they were just taking registrations. I just thought, you know what, do it. You've always wanted to maybe seek therapy, so just put your name down and just see. Maybe you won't get a place, but maybe you will. And you know what guys, fast forward a few months, I got a place, I didn't hear anything from them for months and months and months. So I actually forgot about it. And then months later, I got um, an email to basically say that I basically made it through, whoop, whoop. And I was gonna be offered a therapist. So I essentially then had to just say what I wanted in a therapist and um, what my goals were, what I wanted to get out of it and what kind of therapist I was after. So I did that and then the therapy session started, I don't know, was like three months ago now? I was offered 12 50-minute sessions of therapy, one a week for 12 weeks, essentially. And I said it before and I'll say it again. It's it's just so, it's excellent. It's really, really good. So I, wanna, I wanted to share this with you and I wanted to talk about it because I just happened to get into a conversation with one of my friends the other day and it came up in Convo Therapy. And she wasn't aware I was doing therapy. So then we had a conversation about why I chose to do it and why she wants to do it so I happened to drop into a conversation that I'm seeing and talking to a therapist and she was like what I never knew had a therapist I was looking into that she was asking me how many sessions I've had and blah 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 how I find it and I went on to just basically say it is something that many people don't realize they need until they do it and then it's like oh my gosh why didn't I seek a therapist sooner it's not i think there's this old perception and the stigma attached to the word therapist or counselor that makes people think you only need it if you're i don't know you've got like deep issues if you're depressed or if you've got like um serious ocd or massive anxiety it's not it's not as clear cut as that yes of course therapy is there for those types of things and there are different types of therapy like for example cognitive behavior therapy which is more targeted at trying to change the way in which your behaviors and your brain like processes information and makes you behave a certain way. But there is, of course, opportunity to have therapists for people who don't suffer with anxiety or depression or, you know, those kind of issues. So anyway, the conversation continued and I kind of just broke it down to her how my therapist has helped, why I asked for therapy. I mean, I didn't go into everything because of course, some things just you don't need to say. And then she was basically quite honest about the way she felt at the thought of opening up to a a complete stranger. Now for me the benefits of having a therapist massively outweigh (laughs) the negatives. One of the biggest benefits for me is you get to offload all of your SHIT to a stranger. You don't have to worry about being a burden. You don't have to worry about your words being ever thrown back in your face by somebody that you thought would never do that. You don't have to worry about your secrets being protected because she's a therapist and they have to be confidential with your information unless of course it can cause harm to you or someone else and you don't have to worry about feeling like you're a drag or you're just a moaner because that's what they're there for they're there to listen to your concerns your worries your anxieties anything that's stressing you out anything that you need to work through in your mind that's what they do and that is a blessing so my my therapist and I have discussed everything from I don't know daddy issues to Two problems I've incurred with my in-laws, my husband's parents, uh, to <laughs> death and grief with the recent loss of my uncle and how that affected me, to loss of identity and so much. Like, I'm going too deep now, I'm reeling everything. But there's so many things, so, so much. And my therapist is, Um, I only realized this yesterday in my therapy session, she's actually very, very similar in age to me and she's married and she has a child. And the thing is, when you do get a therapist, if you do seek one, you can request the kind of therapist you want. I wanna read you what my request was because I think it's really important for people to understand that you have a say in the kind of person you choose to be your therapist. You choose your therapist, essentially. You know, and that's why it's really important that you choose correct because you're paying for it. Yes, I'm very, very fortunate and blessed to have it for free. But most people will pay for their therapist and it's not cheap. It can be around £50 an hour, even higher, depending on what company you use and and what your therapy entails. Another big benefit as well is like you just don't feel like you're embarrassed. Like to have to admit things or, you know, spill your deepest secrets or your heart out to maybe a friend or a family member, there can be an embarrassment attached to that. You just, there's pride, there's embarrassment. You just don't want to have to go there. But when it's a stranger, someone that, you know, in my case, I've never met. My my therapy is over the phone. You know, some people do it via video. Some people do it face to face. Mine's over the phone because of the pandemic and it works. I don't have to look her in the eye. I can just talk and ramble and ramble and ramble. And she responds and gives me everything I need in that moment, reassurance, support um suggestions the reminder that i'm their bitch and i can handle anything okay so this was my requirement that i sent across to the uh, therapist company for the kind of therapist i wanted so i said my ideal therapist is female 40 plus caring with a speciality in practical and reflective techniques delivered with empathy collaboration and compassion in a non-judgmental way Someone with experience and knowledge of stress management and mindfulness. Someone to help me unlock. Hear this part. Let me say this part slowly. Someone to help me unlock what I know is already there, but is being stunted by my overthinking. Ayy, and self-doubt. hey So that was my, I guess, request for my therapist. And boy, did they deliver. They delivered in abundance. Now... My therapist is everything and more. I mean, the only thing they didn't get was that I said 40 plus. And my therapist, I've now learned, is 36 years old, which is absolutely fine. She's not too far off my age. And it works. You know, so I'm glad they didn't listen to me because they could have put me with somebody who's older and I had less of a connection with But my therapist. I genuinely don't know what I change about her. I think she is incredible. Now there's this question and a question that I've been asked a couple of times, which is in relation to whether or not your therapist needs to be black if you're a black woman or man does your therapist need to be black of course they don't need to be but it most definitely helps and the reason I say that there are times I've spoken to my therapist about race related things or about things that relate back to prejudices or the way I've been made to fill in a situation that potentially more often than not a white person does not understand a black person's struggles because they don't live the same reality and that's 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 just how it is, like, that's just a fact. So when you have a black therapist, there's a certain element of them just getting it without you having to over explain, without you having to, you know, feel like, am I gonna offend or am I gonna make them feel this? No, 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 there's none of that. There's none of that. Like when I spoke, there's one example I spoke about with my therapist where we were talking about, um, without going too into much into detail the ignorance of certain people with regards to black hair and afro hair and how it's perceived and how it's spoken about and had that been a white therapist i'm not sure they would have understood and related as much as my therapist did because straight away without me going into so much detail she understood so You know what I mean? There's just an element of that. But again, you could be a black person listening to this and have a white therapist and it just works for you. So each person has to make that decision for themselves, but definitely try and find a therapist that you connect with, one that maybe, be it culturally, identity-wise, there are similarities. And another very important factor for me was to have a therapist who was a mother because I needed somebody who understood motherhood. I needed that so badly, like, I wouldn't have been able to have the level of understanding from my therapist when I spoke about certain issues if she wasn't a mum. Going back to my friend, one of the things that she kind of shared when we spoke about therapy, she feels great anxiety and nervousness when it comes to opening up. So much so that her whole body tenses up and she just feels mad like, what? This can't run, I, I, I can't do it. Like to spill everything, all my deepest, darkest thoughts, Spill it to a complete stranger, and expect her to like not judge me and stuff. And I said to her, Do "You know what? I get it. I'm very open. Like I'm someone that just says says it how it is, and and I don't feel no shame. That's the thing. I don't feel embarrassment because we all have issues. I don't care how I don't care how good or how well you cover those issues. We all have issues, and that's what it is. It's it's, it's like a game in society with people. It's almost like a game of who hides and covers their issues the best. Who's doing the best acting?" I ain't got time for that, honestly I haven't. Like, I'm just trying to just be happy and live my life and be fulfilled and make everybody around me happy and have love and give love. I appreciate as much as for me, opening up is easy for many, many people. My friend is not alone in what she said. Many, many people will have anxieties around the idea of opening up and spilling everything to somebody. But what I said to her, and I'll say it to you if you also feel the same, maybe you're listening to this having considered therapy and you're just like, I don't know if I can do it, it's gonna be really scary. So what I'll say to you as well is, It takes time. How I am on calls with my therapist now, I wasn't like that on day one. On our very first and even second therapy session, I was a lot more closed. I mean, I did open up, but it was different. Now it's like talking to someone I've known for years. The first session, it's a stranger. It's a stranger to me and there's a bit of caution. So you're just gonna give little bits and just, you're kind of feeling them out, aren't you? You're trying to see if, you know, how they respond are they your kind of people, that kind of thing. So yeah, 100%, these things take time. Bonds take a while to build. I wanna share with you some reasons why it's been proven scientifically over and over again that therapy is incredibly beneficial for people. Number one. Okay, firstly, the brain is a social organ of adaptation meaning it is shaped by evolution to connect with and change through interactions with others. Psychotherapy, which is basically talking therapy, psychotherapy leverages the ability of our brains to attune and learn from one another in the service of adaptive change. There's an intimate interaction between human connection that allows our brains to change. Number two. therapists don't tell you what to do. They just guide you. I mean, they differ massively. I once had a therapist, I've done one, prior to having these therapy sessions with this amazing lady now, I did one therapy session around two years ago, just one. And that was something I had arranged through work. It was like one of the things included in our benefits package. And uh, that was very different because that therapist didn't, she barely said two words. I think I had an hour long or 50 minute session. And within it, she maybe said three sentences. And everything else was. Hmm. Tell me more. Hmm. And to be honest with you, I find it incredibly unhelpful. Some people like that therapist, that that style, because they do differ. Some are very much more outspoken, and they they speak a lot, and they guide you, and they question. And others are a lot more quiet, and they want you to figure it out. But overall. The main gist of it, regardless of what type of therapist you have, they are not there to give you the answers. They are there to help you unlock the answers yourself. And they'll ask you questions. They'll guide you. They'll support you. They'll probe you to make you unlock things that already you know. You know they're there. You're just maybe not, for whatever reason, maybe they're blocked. Those ideas are blocked, but they're just helping you unlock it. And essentially, it's up to us as the clients to apply whatever it is we take and benefit from from those therapy sessions. Number three. Therapy can last for as long or as little as you like. And of course, dependent upon how much you're paying for it, it may well not be feasible to do it for long term because it can get pretty costly. But um, it I think there's like a, there may well be in many people's minds a misconception that, you sign up for it and then it's like oh it becomes this thing you've got to attend every week firstly it benefits you and secondly you kind of need to go into it knowing what you want to get out of it and what your aims are because once you do that and you start working through whatever your issues are that you know your 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 points that you need to or you want to work on you will then start to understand how many sessions it may take to get to where you want to get to so with mine for example (laughs) within week i think by week four she was like okay, I think, you basically, you seem okay now. I mean, are you happy for us to close the sessions? I was like, no, I'm not happy to close the sessions. I've got many more issues, baby, many more issues. You just reached the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more going on down here. So we continued, but you don't need to make it long-lasting if it doesn't need to be, but you just need to know what you want to get out of it. And once you get to that point where you feel like you've resolved certain things and you've got the answers you need, then you can quit it. But don't feel like, it has to be a long-term commitment because it doesn't number four one thing i'll say is once you understand how therapy works and how you can leverage it it can literally change your whole world and your whole outlook and your thinking it can help you work on you your issues things that are crippling you holding you back preventing you from being the best version of yourself basically therapy is the mvp that's a word. Research has shown that the benefits of therapy last way longer than any kind of medication. And you may well learn to cope with symptoms that medication can't solve. And that's what it's about. It's about learning different strategies and coping mechanisms and how to manage how you're feeling. Like a, a simple thing for me, okay, without going into my beerness, a simple thing for me is I worry um, a lot and I overthink, I overthink a lot of things. And for that reason, she suggested a worry diary. I haven't started it yet. I'm not going to pretend I haven't started it at all. But she sent me lots of information on how to do it and how it works. And I will do it because, you know, the way she kind of explained it is once you start writing things down, once you have it all out on paper in black and white, you start to realise and see what it is that is out of your control. So for that reason, you need to try and not hold on to so much. And then you can also, on the flip side of that, you can see things that you do have control over, things you can change that can improve your situation, improve your mood, improve your life, essentially. But until you kind of have these things written down, because when they're just floating, floating, floating around your head, and you've got all these different worries, all these anxieties and all these concerns, it just feels like, ah, I'm going to explode. I don't know where to start. What if this happens? What if that? And that is basically how my brain works. It's like a constant stream of... And I find it hard to relax and switch off. But the strategy that my therapist go, gave me of a worry diary, of writing it down, of accepting that I cannot change certain things. And I have a tattoo on my arm that says, let go and let God. And I I should live by that more because i got it because I love the expression. I love the saying because essentially there are so many things in life we have to let go of we can't change them we cannot change them we have no control over them so we have to either accept them or ignore them let go and let god handle it because it will be okay in the end right only the good things So if you are thinking of having therapy, maybe you were thinking about it before this pod episode, maybe now I've made you think, okay, it could be beneficial to me. I wanna give you some quick tips on things to consider when choosing or looking for a therapist. Listen up, this bit's important. Number one. Okay, the first thing is to consider what you wanna get out of it. I've said it many times during this podcast, and I wanna say it again, because without those clear goals and aims, you potentially will feel lost and you won't you'll you'll lose sight of why you started therapy and for that reason you could end up spending a lot of money or walking away from it not really sure you benefited so before you contact anyone just have your own little session where you write down what it is you want to work through whether it's something deep such as childhood issues or abuse or all that deep stuff it could be something like that or it could be something more like anxiety I don't know relationship issues or I don't know anything you want to work through write it down write all your pointers down and what you hope to achieve from it two referrals i think referrals and um recommendations from friends and family and colleagues or whatever people you know and trust are really really beneficial because if you have somebody who can vouch for a therapist or maybe a company who supply therapists that is so invaluable because you're not then going in blind you have got somebody who's had a session or sessions potentially with this company who is recommending them and therefore hopefully the fit will be better suited Free. you can even ask questions to your therapist before starting with them before you know signing on the dotted line as it were you can ask them things like what is your speciality of expertise and what kind of treatments have you found to be effective in resolving i don't know your issue whatever issue you want to resolve how many years have you been in the practice you know do you specialize in this area so many questions you can ask to kind of like sift out whether or not somebody will be right for you you can even try reaching out to organizations that specialize in your area of concern an example would be if you have concerns around eating disorders there are charities set up specifically to help with issues around that or gambling or an addiction of some kind then again similarly there'll be organizations set up to help with those things and my last piece of advice would be to pay attention very close attention to your own responses and to how your therapist makes you feel So if you find yourself not willing to open up, it might be a thing that you have to work through, but it also could be a sign that your therapist is not allowing you or enabling you to have that closeness, that trust, whether it's through no fault of their own or not because it might just be you just don't click with them it might just be their way that just doesn't quite suit your way so you have to listen to yourself and trust what's going on in your mind and how you're responding and if it's not quite right and you're you know a couple of sessions in and you're still closed you just can't quite open up you don't know why it might well be that your therapist isn't suited and on that note i'm gonna say if you do seek therapy I hope it benefits you the way it's benefited me and millions of other people. If you do wanna get in contact with the company I received therapy from, they are called Black Minds Matter. Stick it in Google, you'll get their website and you can then reach out to them. They had a huge waiting list before, so I'm not sure if they're taking on new clients and I'm also not sure if they're offering it free of charge anymore. So it's definitely worth looking into. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. And if you also, like me, receive therapy, then you already know. You already know what time it is. But I hope that you guys find the therapist that's right for you if you do go down that road. And they help you work through whatever it is that's in your mind that's potentially holding you back and not letting you be the best version of yourself. And on that note, I'm going to say thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope you enjoyed today's session. Session, it's not a therapy course. I hope you enjoyed today's episode there we go of let mummy talk i'm lynn i've been your host and i always will be (laughs) if you have apple Podcasts, please do subscribe to the podcast share it and i'd love for you to review it or leave a rating on the apple podcast app be happy have a fantastic day and i will catch you again in two weeks time lots of love don't forget connect with me on let mummy talk on socials remember like lives matter they always have and they always will. Remember, life is short. Enjoy it. Hope you have a lovely day.